Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. I hope that didn't get on the podcast. Did it? No. What Amy said than what I said? No. Did not. <laughs> I didn't realize Ray was going to hit the button. We were very close to saying something. Not, not me. Not, not me. Not bad. But there's an artist that we're like, well, that's weird. We were talking about it. I may have gotten the shot of your hand doing that, but you didn't, I didn't get your voice. Good, Eddie. Good. <laughs> uh, here's a voicemail we got left last night from Emily's. Voicemail number one. I was just giving some advice to Ray. Um, it was supposed to rain on my wedding day as well. I suggest going to buy some clear umbrellas. Um, it'll make the pictures look really good. You can still take pictures outside, and pictures are better when it's cloudy anyway. So good luck. What's the weather looking like for Saturday? I heard now that it's at uh, 30% instead of 50, so I like the chances. And usually that 30 means 30% of the coverage area of Nashville. So that doesn't just mean like, oh, it's going to be 50-50 that it rains. It's going to rain in 30% of Nashville, so hopefully we're not in that percent. Was that what the percentage means? That's what they say it I means, yeah. They do say that. Really? Yeah. I That's- took weather and climate four times, man. I never heard that. Sometimes That's because I learn- failed it three times. You learned something new. Uh, right now, on Saturday, on my app, 20% chance. The rain has really moved to tomorrow, so it's kind of okay. a little earlier than they thought. Perfect. Uh, here's another uh, voicemail for you, Ray. Morning, guys. Hey, so I have a comment on Raymundo's wedding. My grandmother, she told me that if it rains on your wedding day, it's just going to seal the knot between you and your spouse even tighter, and it's actually supposed to be good luck. So y'all have a great morning, and I love what y'all do. Y'all keep it up, man. What you think about that? Uh, I love all the superstitions and stuff like that, but it's better for pictures if there's no rain, and also it's tough terrain, and if it gets muddy, uh, some of these vehicles could get stuck going up through the mountain hills, the trees, the woods. This isn't a pavement. This isn't a highway. This is a chapel up in, up on a hill that most people don't even go to. So Yeah, I mean, good point. I have a car. I think I'm getting through there. Yeah, there'll be transportation. You're going to park kind of in the valley, the gully, if you will, and then uh, the special transportation is going to take us up to the chapel. Interesting. Interesting. I thought we could all like remain distant, socially distant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they're lift. putting us all on a bus. Oh. Huh. Okay. Uh, here's voicemail number four. Good morning, studio. I am calling because I was in inspired to go to the Villisca, Iowa house. So me and my cousin and my sister are going to go next month and we're excited. And I was just wondering if Lunchbox had any advice on things we should do or shouldn't do or things we should try. Okay, thanks. Have a great day. Lunchbox came in a little late to today's show. He's here now, but he brought in a bunch of audio. So hang out for that. Uh, any advice? Uh, I would just go in there with an open mind and I, just do whatever you want to do. And make it your own experience. I don't want you to do exactly what I did because your experience could be different. You could have different interactions. So whatever you feel like doing, do it. Make it your own. One this, more. This cool. is Erica. Uh, I had an interview through Zoom two weeks ago, and uh, they let me know the next day on that Wednesday that I would be hearing from them on it last week and I still have not heard anything from them. Um, I sent them a follow-up email on Thursday, um, and I still have not heard anything. I'm just curious what I should do for the next step, because I'm really interested in this job, and I thought the interview went really well. So I was just kind of looking for some advice. If you guys could give me any tips or anything to help, that would be great. In my history of interviewing folks, it never quite works on the timetable that you would hope. Um, I would give it a few more days and then fire away. Worst case scenario, you didn't get the job, and you just happen to email them again, and you, you have a, it looks like you have a passion. How many times is too many, like, to kind of just ask? I don't think there is. Okay. 
I, I, I've been annoyed by people, but in the end, but, my respect for their effort outweighs the annoyance. Oh, that's cool. Especially if they're just like, hey, is there anything I can do? Is there, mm-hmm. So I would wait a little longer and then pop another message in there. I was just going to say, you have learned, and at one point, would you have said you were probably annoying? Yeah, because yeah. I was like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? They're going to think I want this job too much? Yeah, it's not possible. Yeah. And a good worker isn't someone that you have to be best friends with. It's just somebody who's going to rock the job. So, yeah, wait a few days, hit it again. They probably just aren't on their schedule or they would have let you know. So there you go. Hey, one other thing. So now I'm hearing about Ray's wedding. We're talking about this, that there could be a live performance. There is, yeah. And it's it, going to be? Eddie and Eric Dodd, they're going to do the, the wedding song, Ray and Bay's wedding song. They're going to perform it. For your first dance? Yes, and wow. if you want to jump in on the gang vocals, you're more than welcome, and we'd love that. Do you need a third? Yeah, sure. I mean, it would just be the gang vocals on the chorus, so yeah. 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 So you would just need to learn the... Look at you shining underneath the Nashville sunset. There you go. All right, I'll get on that. No, no, no. Oh. I don't think he asked you. Oh, are you asking Lunchbox? I mean, if he thinks he could actually sing that, Ray, yes. Ray, are you sure? Or just to stand up there as a groomsman and support the guys. Maybe you give him a mic and it's turned off. <laughs> He's like a kid. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll be happy to do it. Eddie, I just need to learn the chorus. Yeah, that's it. I learn the bridge. No, that's it. Should I rap a bridge? Like bring Ooh, it, bring it. Want to be Ray? like, yeah, yeah. Be like, yo, yo. Here's the thing. It was back in the day. I met a little guy, and his name was Ray Mundo, <laughs> and he's numero uno today with Bet. <laughs> you know, who knows? Yeah, you're good, dude. Maybe I just lay something down. You let me know if that's, that's the case. That's funny. I'll be dancing. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I've. I've discovered that Ray goes, you know what, do whatever you want. And then yeah. Bay goes, maybe you shouldn't do whatever you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back and says, hey, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ray the next day goes, guys, you shouldn't do whatever you want. <laughs> I was wrong. Well, and a lot of listeners bought you uh, gifts, huh? They did. Yeah, they cleaned out the registry. I even had to go to Target and go put another 100 items on there that we did need. But I had to go to Target. Uh-huh. Yeah, so what do, I mean, that's. Like now, I'm like, I don't know what to get him because those are gifts that he doesn't really want. He just put something on there. That's a junior varsity list. Yeah. And since, I mean, since we're groomsmen, we don't really have to get a gift. Did I get you a gift yet? Uh, I can check. Uh, <laughs> a lot of them come to the clubhouse and my fiance grabs them and saves them with the thank you note. So I am not aware. The clubhouse in the apartment complex? At the apartment complex, yeah. I think I did. And we're good. And I'm sure it was a great gift. I'm quite the gift giver. It was awesome. Yeah. I got one from M2. I believe it was a Crock-Pot M2. Yeah, it was. I cannot wait for our first meal with that. Amy already put together the thing she got us. It took like eight hours, but it is absolutely beautiful. Wait, you're not supposed to open when the presents get before him? the wedding? A Lego set? Some no. <laughs> they put it uh, together. <laughs> Lego. Yeah, I didn't know. It would come. I just ordered it as is. I didn't know it was going to come in pieces. And I didn't know I was supposed to wait another month to put it together, but we were itching, and I knocked it out with a hammer and nails, and I did it It's piece a coffee by table. Piece. Mm. Piece by piece. And then, Ray, I told you what I was getting you, right? Is it the Bovada referral? That's yes, right. Friend transfer? All right. Gambling money. Is that okay? Hey, whatever he wants. Okay. Hey, what what's your lock of the week this week? It's Thursday. Oh, uh, I thought you gave up on those. Well, I've lost so many with you. I know. And Arkansas's not playing at all this weekend. Is it off? What are we going to do? Anybody playing the Cowboys? I did bet the Browns against the Cowboys. Hit. I've been doing, I mean, I don't, I don't believe in the jinx. I've been nailing my bets. Well, you have the Washington football team this this week if you want to bet on them. I think they'll be Washington. Hey, Ray, what's your lock of the week? <sighs> well, um, I'm still getting you your final payment as well. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't forgot about it. It's a big one. I got it. Ray, you'll have to send it to me in three payments. Right. Dang. 
because it won't. It only allows so much. It's <laughs> a big one, boys. Uh, okay. Go ahead, your lock of the week. Yeah, the magic is wearing off. I love the Titans. I live in Nashville, but it's Pittsburgh Steelers plus one this weekend. I mean, no doubt in my mind. Over the Titans. They're a very, very good football team. I can't I can't bet against the Titans. I just don't feel it'd be like I just didn't feel good to me. So it's And not they worth look it. good. So yeah, I don't know. Not worth it. Okay. That's Ray's lock of the week. Watch it win now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. When I don't bet and he's lost every week for me because I won. Uh thank you guys. Here's today's show. Goodbye. <laughs> Morning, studio. Morning. Welcome to Thursday show. Lunchbox is not here yet. He's coming in later. He had a long drive back home yesterday. Yeah. So we said, just come in. Last couple hours of the show. Bring your audio from the ghost hunt. And but, but sleep in. So he'll be in a little later. Eddie will be doing the bonehead coming up in just a little bit. But I have a lot to talk about. I was reading this story this morning before I came in. There is an Iowa woman who cloned her cat as it was dying for a new kitten. And you wonder, would you want a clone of your pet? And I'll read you the story while you think about that. An Iowa woman said her kitten bears a strong resemblance to her old cat for a very good reason. He is a clone. The woman who lives in Cedar Rapids does not want to be known, but she decided before the death of her cat, Mr. Tufts, that she wanted to have the cat cloned. So they took living tissue from it. There's a doctor, Dr. Kevin Chrisman, and they also worked with Via Gen Pets in Cedar Park, Texas. And they specialize in this, in wow. preservation and cloning of household pets. They've cloned dogs and cats and horses. They did uh, an endangered horse at the San Diego Zoo. So she said, hey, I'd like to give him a cat cloned. And so, okay, nine months old now, mm. the genetic twin. He came to live with his owner who was also adopted the surrogate mother cat who had to have this cat. So now she has two cats, the surrogate mother and the new cat. Oh, so they... I just keep looking for a price on this. They put the baby cat into expensive. the other cat? Mm-hmm. They have to birth the cat. So they get a surrogate and they... I'm not sure. Don't ask me to get specific. I'm like, well, what they do is they take the... Ge- <laughs> you start doing the No idea. I mean, I guess it makes sense because they can't just get pregnant. Yeah. With their, yeah. Would you want your animal cloned? I miss Josie, Yeah. But you would want. You're not getting Josie though, right? That's my point. But it would be like her. No, it just look like her. See, I guess all Rottweilers look alike. So, uh, um, unless right, true, unless they can prove that the personality and everything is the same, which isn't. It's just not possible. Like if they cloned you guys, I wouldn't be friends with your clones. I like you guys for who you are. <laughs> Makes sense. But if they just cloned our, they cloned our personalities, though. That's different, but I don't think that's the case in these. I would say if they cloned the personality and the memory of experiences, then you probably would have a little something there. Correct. But if they're taking something from the cat, they are getting a little bit of everything, Eddie. It's not just looks, right? It's like I everything. think it's just physically. Just go get you another cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you said, Rottweilers all look the same. Just get another I, animal. I wouldn't have my dogs, either my last dog, Dusty, which I had for... 15 years, loved them, or Stanley. I want to get them cloned. I would just get another dog because I would think, I want to help another dog out. I know, too. Yeah. yeah, I don't. That's true, too, yeah. Let's. There's so many dogs that need homes. Bones, did you find a price on that? No, and I was yeah. digging, too. There's probably a reason for that. Maybe we have Lunchbox call and check the price, because you can call that <laughs> yeah. place. We should My have Shetland pony is sick. <laughs> My fish. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do this to my brother? <laughs> Juppy the guppy. Yeah. 
<laughs> he calls about humans. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll say this and on the good news spectrum. I'm fascinated with that B-Team Facebook page because they're so nice over there. And they have, in one of the posts that they've put up, this is on the Bobby Bone Show B-Team private group. I have nothing to do with it. They have about 10,000 members now. Pinned at the top says, hey, friends, this is so exciting. Many of us have decided that as an engagement wedding gift to Bobby and Caitlin, we will donate money to St. Jude. Bobby has done so much to help the community that now it is our turn to take the lead. And so their goal is to hit $8,000 because they had 8,000 members when they decided to do this. That's cool. And it just started. And so now they have almost $4,000 of just the B-teamers going, they're donating 10 and 20 bucks at a time. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I love that. That is so nice. And I saw that uh, this morning or maybe yesterday. So, and you can join that group. It's just, if they type in Bobby Bone Show B-Team, Morgan, that's it? Yep, that's all they have to look up. Okay. There you go. Easy easy we, peasy. We also shared it on our Facebook page, too. So It's hard to find, find stuff on our Facebook. We, we post so much stuff over there. Hey, that's good job good by thing. you, by the way. Good job by you. <laughs> but I'm saying sometimes I can't scroll back and find things. Yeah. That's well, a, it is there. And I'm going to put it up on the website, too. So it'll be everywhere. Though. Yeah, good job by you. I got a text yesterday saying my suit was ready to be picked up for Raymundo's wedding. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Got to go get it today. Hope it fits. So Saturday, 4 p.m., the wedding of the century. Ooh. Ray and Bay are oh, getting hitched, yeah. baby. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, Ray. So I know you said there's been some drama so much that you even have a countdown? Yeah, I had to do a top five. I wanted it to just be one or two, but unfortunately, it's kind of mushrooming a little bit. Top five dramatic things happening before Ray and Bay get married. Number five. Yeah, behind the scenes. So the bride's man who's on my fiance's side, his suit, he ordered online, didn't really do it in person. It's completely bad. It doesn't fit. The pants are too long, and he said that he, he's not going to be able to eat for a week. <laughs> That's on him. So they're trying to work that out right now, get him a tailor last second. He didn't go get a fit. That's what happens. You can also roll the pants up. That's okay. But yeah, maybe he has to let himself out an inch. Number four. My parents can't find a person to take care of their dogs. We have some hunting dogs, so my dad's going to bring them from Michigan, and they may be at the wedding barking during the vows. Why don't you just drop them off at my house? Uh, these dogs are crazy. They'll look for birds, and they'll go hunt them. They don't just play and sit in yards. But that's okay. I have a, we have acres. If you have morning doves, they will chase them for miles. Okay, well, you have the option. If All you right. need to use the yard, you can. All right, number three. My 90-year-old grandma broke her leg. She's now in a walking boot, and she hopes to be able to walk down the aisle on game day. Man. So wow. she's questionable. Yes. <laughs> she may looking, at, looking at Ray's fantasy wedding, uh, she's listed as questionable. Are we going to start her, though? That's the question. It'd be a special moment, though, for me, and I believe I'm the one that gets her down to the very front, so that'll be cool to do that with her. Number two. Billy... The best man, his flight has already got delayed and been pushed back days in advance, so he's missing the rehearsal. But he'll be there for Saturday. The <laughs> Where does he Thursday. live? Austin, Texas. And there wait, are flights? Yeah, you just hop on Southwest, it's two hours. Hey, check them, there ain't. The no, one no, that- I, I have, my in-laws, like, came the other day and they bought their ticket day of. Well, if he can have their seats, that'd be awesome, but time-wise, it's not working, but he will be in late Friday. Okay, and the number one most dramatic thing about your wedding on Saturday. Just check the weather forecast. It's supposed to rain, 50% chance, and uh, that means no outdoor pictures. We're going to have to do a lot of it indoors. Yeah. At least the wedding's inside. Correct. But overcast skies, needed umbrellas, last-second stuff with water not planned. 
It's a tough one. I, I really wanted sunny skies on wedding day. If I were to say, though, what's the great things that you're, that's going to happen? Okay. You can easily equal these out. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. What's what's awesome about coming up? Uh, people not bringing up me not being married at 35 in my family again. Oh, so that's oh, a thing that's, when you go home? Oh, my gosh. Oh, the unmarried 35-year-old. Come on in. Let us tell you some marriage advice. Okay, cool. Thank you. I mean, in my family, usually you get married at 25, have kids at 30. I'm 10 years behind. Listen, small town life. I'm from a small town. 18, 19. Kayla and she grew up and they had they needed a ring by spring to stay around. That's what she called it. <laughs> ring by spring. kids in her graduating class, they have a ring by spring. Most of them did. They left. I think she was one of the only ones to leave. Uh-huh. Well, we're pumped. I'm pumped for it, Ray. Yeah! Tomorrow night we have a rehearsal. Is there food at rehearsal? It's a quick one, 45 minutes, so I don't believe so. Okay. It's just X's on the floor. This is what you do. See you later. Is there food at the dinner, at the wedding? Yeah. The menu's pretty dope. Oh, do we pick when we get there? Yeah. Or, yeah, what? there's a bunch of different options. It's appetizers, then some good main course stuff. No finger foods. It's going to be very COVID safe, guys. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to it. And who on the show gets to go? Me and Eddie. We're yes, at the wedding. We're... Amy. Yes. Are you going? Yes. But not Morgan or Mike. Unfortunately, not not Hillary, it, not Abby. Because of COVID. Scuba Steve. Then you guys are going to miss the party of the year. Sorry. We're going to watch on the live stream, though. There's a live stream. Yeah, there's the people a, that right? uh, got disinvited, yeah. there's a link and there's going to be a live stream. So it is going to be broadcast. I believe I'm going to be mic'd up. So you guys are going to hear every breath I take. It's like every, NFL films. Oh, this is oh, cool. This yeah, is really this is cool. cool. Because I'm sure there was a lot of really, yeah, close people and family and friends that... Oh, that's such a great idea. When Sorry, Morgan, was that a secret? When Morgan too no, no, no. first said that. I love it. It felt like it was. <laughs> Ray's like, no, 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 that wasn't a secret. So oh. he's, he's going to put it on our Facebook page? That's what I thought. When she said that, I was like, oh, you're live streaming this on Facebook? <laughs> no, I think it's just for all of us that can't be there, like the disinvited guests, not like for all people. It was like a private invitation. No, that online. makes sense. And if it accidentally gets shared on our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> so be it. Things happen. It's like the royal wedding. <laughs> on right now, my fiance. <laughs> Which I'm not a fan of the word. It's a weird word. Because it just feels super French and she she knows that I'm uncomfortable with it too. So I should go, Bonjour, my fiance. Uh good morning, Caitlin. Hey. So yesterday, right as Lunchbox was ending his segment on the ghosts that he felt like were uh surrounding him inside of that ghost house that he spent the night in, the murder house, Caitlin texts me and goes, Hey, Something's banging on the window, banging on the door. Uh, is there anybody here? And I look at all the cameras on the property. Nobody was there. So what do you think you heard? Three firm knocks. Okay. Mm-hmm. On what? On our bedroom window. Our bedroom Which window is, is second story. Yeah, it's our bedroom window's high. Huh. So are there any trees in the area? I mean, not leaves don't make that noise. But a bird, maybe? Or someone in the tree. But did a bird go fly, fly, fly? Like that's what I was thinking. Like I don't know if they, you know, how when you're on a bicycle, a group of people, and it's called drafting. I don't know if birds draft. Interesting. (laughs) They all just. But that would be what it had to be. Because it was like this. Hold on, let me know if you can hear this. I'm actually going to go to the window. It was like this. Oh, that's loud. So the options are bird, (laughs) draft, worker with a ladder. Or ghosts no. that heard us talking about this on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then those three knocks happened, and I'm freaking out. Stanley's freaking out, barking. So then, like, I don't know, five minutes pass by, Stanley calms down, and then all of a sudden, from the 
I don't know if it was the kitchen, living room, what. It sounded like someone either dropped something or slammed a door. So, so then we sprint in there and nothing to be found. And I checked every camera and there's no one on the cameras. I looked by the pool. There's no one working on anything. What do we think, group? Sounds like someone's in the house, man. So you think it's a human? Yeah. Or a ghost? Or a ghost. No, go, stop well, it with a ghost. Well, the timing was right as we were talking about the ghost, <laughs> and I discredited Lunchbox's story by going, no way, man. The Lunchbox was in Iowa with a ghost. Yeah, it was like but a You think ghosts have the same rules about traveling that we do? Oh, they don't take the highway? I don't think they have to get in the car. So can they just point. wiggle their nose and be there? Possibly. I mean, I think that's a witch, but probably something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, I know. I was just using a like an example of quickly she was getting something yeah. Literally using Bewitched from the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Kaylin, what do you think it was if you had to pick? I don't know. Really quick, agile birds that got from the window to the door. I but don't then, know. then what happens inside the house? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, well there was something then fell in like the house. Something. But Are, I think it could have been someone slamming the door. Right, Maybe someone. They just, I don't know, guys, and now I'm freaked out. But who was that person slamming the door because there was no one at the window? <laughs> I don't know the person that lived here before. The person? Did A someone die in your house? The ghost house? of the person? Well, we forgot to tell know. you guys, the guy before us was murdered violently <laughs> while we lived there. Yeah, he came <laughs> back to visit axe? and it happened right then. Okay. No, I... Uh, uh, I don't know, it's freaky, but I have taken self-defense classes. Did you take spirit self-defense, though? No, and I really only took self-defense classes against a man, so I'm going to have to figure something else out. I'm sure it still applies, the grab, twist, and pull. Right, Amy? Yes, I told you about that yesterday. Okay. Do you, yes or no, think there's a chance that was a ghost? No. Okay. There we have it, folks. It is not a ghost. All right. You would bet on it being a bird. Yeah, three birds drafting. Drafting. Three little birds? Ooh, no, on big one. Yes. Don't worry um, about, about a thing. Every little thing is going to be all right. All right. There she is. Kaylin, thank you. Bye. Bobby The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. The CMT Awards were last night. Carrie Underwood won the big award of the night, video of the year, and she took home female video of the year. Luke Bryan won male video of the year. Dan and Shay won duo video of the year. And Old Dominion won group video of the year. You can see the full list of winners at bobbybones.com. Dolly Parton, Sarah Evans, Rita Wilson, Jordan Sparks, and Monica all joined forces for the song Pink, with all benefits going to Susan G. Komen. Jason Aldean is a big fan of vinyl records. I love the fact that everything's coming back out on vinyl now, but, um, you know, in CDs and, 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 you know, streaming and all that sounds really clean, but I still like that, that little dirtiness of, of the old vinyl. And Morgan number two, that's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So Julie is a first grade teacher at Edgewood Elementary School in Michigan, and she's virtually teaching a first grader just one-on-one when they're having computer problems, so the student's grandmother comes to help. 
As the grandmother's there, she notices, the, the teacher notices that the grandma's just talking weird. She's slurring. Half of her face is kind of drooping. So just automatically she thinks like, oh my gosh, this grandma's having a stroke. So without panicking, she calls 911, tells them the wow. address and go check on this grandma because something's not right. Sure enough, she was having a stroke. And uh, they, they, they rushed to the hospital. They said everything's better. And if it wasn't for this teacher responding the way she did, she may have just lost her life. Oh, wow. That's awesome. First of all, the timing. Yeah. Lucky for the grandma. Second of all, that the teacher was present enough to pay attention to someone else and something that was happening. Yeah. And to be able to make that call. That's a big call to go nine. Just to call 911 is... I know. It feels weird. I feel like I need to pay more attention to things. I think I feel like I'd be like, hey, something's going on with your mouth. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. good point, good point. Yeah, that's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Eddie is filling in for Lunchbox. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. So somebody sent a glitter bomb to someone they were trying to prank them. Yeah. Well, they sent it to the wrong address. Instead of sending it to their friend, they accidentally sent it to the emergency 911 dispatch center. They got the package. Some employee opened it up. Boom! Glitter all over everything. <laughs> Oh, so, no. But they don't know who it is because this person is definitely not coming up and saying, all right, my bad, I sent that No one's guys. raising their hand going, that was me, guys. <laughs> no, Sorry. But they're definitely a bonehead. Can they not track it? I don't know. There was nothing. And the, the employee is just like, look, I have no idea. They would never send this to me. So obviously it's an accident. What are the odds you get a, an official place? <laughs> right. Just not somebody else's house. It was probably to like someone who worked at the donut shop next door. <laughs> all right. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Just a few minutes away from Dirks Bentley in studio. I haven't seen him in a while. He's been living in Colorado. So we'll talk to Dirks in a minute. A passenger on an EasyJet flight made a scene, shouted bad words, warned her fellow fellow travelers that everybody dies after she was asked to leave the plane because she wouldn't put on a mask. And then she's coughing on people as they're dragging her out. Okay. Here you go. Everybody dies. You know that. Everybody dies. I bet she could not know. Everybody dies. (laughs) Oh. oh, yes, everybody dies, but we don't have to die right now. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? If she's doing this or he's doing this, whomever, and they're doing it in your face, do you just whap them in the head? I mean, that's the reaction, right? I don't know. They're both forms of assault. Yeah, but if someone's assaulting you, you yeah, can protect yourself. Yeah, that's what I mean. You Is should be coughing an assault? Yes. Yeah, With a really? virus like this, yes. It was oh, anything. Even that. if you have the flu and you go cough purposefully oh. on someone. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. As she was being escorted from the flight, you heard her. Everybody dies. Airport police were called by ground staff because a disruptive passenger was in the terminal. She was arrested, currently under investigation. One, that's embarrassing for her. And two, I wonder what she was going through because she's not having a good moment in her life for that to happen. Yeah. So my concern would be that it's not just someone who believes that Corona is a hoax. It's someone who actually has something not good going on and you feel bad for them and you hope they get help. And also, what if she's single and then the guy, the next guy she tries to date finds this video online? Oh, she's done. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. He's, He's like, well, let me Google old Patricia. We're going out tomorrow night. <laughs> well, everybody dies. <laughs> Play that one more time, Raimundo. Everybody dies. You know that. Everybody dies. I bet she could not Everybody dies. <laughs> Just such a distinct <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I would know her. If I were, it's such a distinct cough. If I were in Starbucks and I heard her do that today, (laughs) I'd be like, oh, it's old girl from the plane. Patricia. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dirk Spentley. How you doing, man? Gosh, this is so nice, man. I'm doing great. I I love your digs. You know, you look good. 
look thin. Thank you. I th- uh, yeah, I guess the, cor- the COVID affects us all differently, but... Um, well, not the COVID. I mean, just you... Because <laughs> you've been to Colorado. I have been, yes. But I see you riding that bike all the time. I'm riding the bike a lot. Uh, just trying to, you know, get in shape so when I come back to Nashville, eventually I can, you know, keep up with you in the, the boxing ring. You know, I'm trying to get my cardio up. Listen, I've, I've been boxing in a while. <laughs> you know, I, I ride the bike, but a stationary uh, bike in the house where I don't uh, go around people. Part of the whole relationship changes that happen. Yeah, just kind of moving it indoor, keeping it inside the house there. And It's the COVID changes <laughs> is what I would call it. What's up with you in the mountain bike? Is that you need adrenaline? Is it you fixed? You know, I just... Uh, I moved out to Colorado in March, and uh, kids are going to school out there, and just kind of, I, I feel like I've spent so much time on the road on in a tour bus and a dark space playing Xbox, uh, and just, you know, saving up the energy for the show every night. I just need to kind of balance that out with some, some nature time and some family time, and uh, I've always liked biking, but this year I just got, you know, made a lot of friends out there that that's what they do, so I just kind of got into it more. You thinking about moving out there permanently? I am living there now permanently. I'll, I'll probably come back once everything turns back on again. I just, you will. Yeah. That's the plan to come back to my Nashville? My kids love Nashville. They love it. They love the schools. I like Nashville. I, I'm, from, I'm from Arizona. I, like the, I prefer the West, but um, it's, you know, we'll come back at some point. Um, everything's here. And uh, so, yeah, but I'm, I am enjoying just a little change of pace and just hiking and biking and fishing. And, you know, my kids, I don't, think, I don't know if they're learning anything, but I do drop my sixth grader off with a fly rod in her hand, uh, you know, once a week to school. So <laughs> they're learning something, but <laughs> they could probably, I'm not really sure they're reading right now, but they're learning how to fish. <laughs> Let's uh, acknowledge why you're here. We actually don't have the full song because it world premieres today at 11 after our show. Time for the YMCA. You, you couldn't even bring us the song as a special treat. <laughs> Here we go. Dirk's, I, I thought we were having the world premiere we go. with Dirks today. Here we go. Like Dirks Bentley, one of my favorite people. Any not just favorite artists. know what happens next. No, no, it's no, time no. for the YMCA not, song. Not just favorite <laughs> artists, but one of my favorite people. And they're like, Dirks has got a new world premiere. I'm like, great. I said, so let me hear the whole song. They go, we got you a clip. I was like, a clip? All I have is a clip. Oh, they said he, he's not going to play it until an hour after your show is over. I would bring the band. This is a Bobby Bones show. I would bring. I'd record it right here live. Yeah. That's how important it is to be here. I don't know why they do this. I don't. It's not my call. I just. There must be some. Uh, like we got a fiddle player back there. We could make the music right now. All right, we're going to play a clip of it. <laughs> Here's a clip of Dirk Bentley. This is all he gave me. Dirk Bentley gone. Here you go. I've been gone. Wow. That's all we got. Is that a second? That's the way that radio's actually going. There's there's our bandwidth because of our iPhones. If you've seen this show, uh, Social Dilemma, we have no bandwidth left. So, like, that's literally what. That's the whole song. That's all people have time for. With TikTok now, it's like, that's all we have time for. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a great song. Next, 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 next. Wow, that's a a hit. I I, I know when I hear it. I know I can get that to number one because it's just, all I'm asking for you is just one second of your time. Just Mm -hmm. play my my one second song every, on the hour, every hour, and. It could be number one. We actually have the full version. Here is uh, Gone oh, okay. from Dirk Bentley. I've been gone. I've been gone. I've been sitting on the couch watching TV all day long. All day long. I've been trying to figure out how a good thing went wrong. Faster than that free train. Farther than that airplane. Sadder than a country song. Headed down the highway. Anywhere but my way. Ever since you Now that's literally what we have. How you feel hearing that? That feels pretty good hearing that. Uh, you know, I'm still still like a brand new song, so I'm still kind of checking out the mix, to make sure 
I can't make it. any changes now because I know, after I know. the show it airs the first time. <laughs> you only have a few hours to change the song. Uh, I got to run back to the studio. No, you never stop listening to. Th- I think you know when I hear one of my songs in your show, I always still crank it up, not because I'm obviously I'm excited to hear myself uh, on on the show, but. You're still listening to little tweaks and guitar solos and that dobro fill and the harmony vocals. Could they have been louder? You're always like kind of still mixing. Dirk Spentley is here. His new song out today. Uh, we're going to come back in a second. Let me mention before we jump out of this segment, Dirk's is playing our iHeart Country Festival, yeah. which is tomorrow. So awesome. So And he'll debut his new single live, Everywhere But The Show. <laughs> if there's any, any place, he's going to play it everywhere uh, but here. What do you think your highest streaming song is? That I know what it is. It's unbelievable. What is it? Uh, Somewhere on a beach. It is not. That's number two. Uh, different for girls. Mm-mm. Uh, drunk on a plane. Yeah, drunk okay, on a plane. Well, yeah, You're... I'm getting drunk on. A plane. Did you ever think this song would be your no. most anything? No. Uh, when I wrote this song, I wrote with Josh Gear and uh, Chris Tompkins, and Josh had the idea for Drunk on a Plane. I thought that is. I thought it was the greatest song title of all time because I like both those things, flying and and uh, drinking while flying. Um, but I was like, <laughs> that, that'll never work as a single. And I remember. Jaron Johnson, not to uh, call anybody, my buddy from Cadillac 3, he goes, dude, that song will never work. Rednecks don't fly. <laughs> and I, so whenever I see Jaron, I'm like, you've been flying at all? Uh, but uh, yeah, it worked out big hit and uh, love that song. Has that song made you the most money? I don't know. Because you wrote it and it's your yeah, biggest? I, you know, I, it requires so much. I mean, if we want to talk about money, I'm still paying 25 of my band and crew guys full salary. So I, it, it costs a lot of money to do this and I don't even pay attention honestly to like what individual songwriting royalties do. I just pay attention to like where I know I how uh, my brain, I'm not a business person, I'm a country singer, but I understand the road and the fu- the financial uh, aspect of touring. So I know that's where I make my money. Is that all that stuff I don't even know, you know, it just all goes into a pile towards Expenses, so I'm not sure what's made the most money there. Number two is somewhere on a beach. I'm somewhere on a beach, sipping something strong. Great song. So you have your top two songs are about. Partying. I know. I never would have thought that. I, you know, as a songwriter, you, you write like I hold on, and the songs I gravitate towards riser, these heavier songs. I think of myself as that artist, but then I go look at that. I'm like, somewhere on a beach, uh, drunk on a plane. These are my biggest songs. So it's that's a good lesson though, because country music. Um, you know, it's it's there for like it's such therapy, right? The the whole genre and the the heavy songs are obviously really important. That's why I, you know, I love old school country, George Jones, all this stuff. But it's good to remember what what we listen to as fans. We get in our car, we want to hear something that just takes us away. Sometimes, you know, it's like just put on a song that makes you feel good. And not don't remind me that we're living like COVID times. Put on a song that makes you feel like it's just you know escape from this a little bit. So it's good to to see that because it reminds me as an artist that you don't have to take yourself seriously all the time. We were talking recently about your first job scrubbing toilets. You had to yeah. clean 250-gallon portable toilets houseboats. from the returning rental houseboats. Yeah, yeah. so the boats would come back. I teach people how to drive the boat in the morning, which is always interesting. And then uh, the boats, these boats come back. They're like 35 to 55 feet long, and they have a, they have a full tank. Port- not a gas tank, full of, uh, disposable tank. And uh, we had this old machine you'd hook up to the porta potty, and there's four levers, and they're mar- marked. It's just a box. You kind of have to know which way to turn them to make it either suck in or, or suck out. And one time, I hit the levers the wrong way, and I worked with all these Native American guys who lived on the reservation, and I just remember seeing their faces looking at me in horror, and I realized what I'd done. I was pumping uh, 
uh, the, the hose is now pumping everything out. Oh, no. And the hose shot straight up in the air, this big, thick hose. And their faces <laughs> told me to run. And I started running as fast as I could and got hit just before I jumped off the dock into the water. I got splattered. My nice white Lake Powell while we eat Marina shirt in the water just got nailed. Um, but... Yeah, that was a good good memories back then. Back in the day when you were working at TNN, yeah. this is early, early. Um, did you ever hear a song where you're like, "Damn, that song is so good, I'd like to cut it someday"? Um, I mean, go back and re-record it, or just because we were working tapes there, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I worked like a library that had like thirteen thousand VHS tapes full, of like all the recordings from the Johnny Cash show, all the Pet Milk. Perino Grand Ole Opry shows, and someone would say, "Hey, we need some footage of Johnny Cash singing Folsom Prison from '72. Can you go find it?" I go on this old school like MS DOS computer and find it. Go find the tape, put in a VHS recorder, dub it onto a, another VHS. Also make a side copy for myself, uh, and then take that <laughs> tape down downstairs and be like, "Hey, they need a master copy of this." So I, I listened to a lot of great songs, heard a lot of great performances, um, saw stuff I never would have seen otherwise. Um, but no, nah, there's just there's thing about country music. There's always new music coming out, but you could stop putting music out right now and just dive deep into all the music that's been made because there's it's a never you can never you can keep going backwards forever there's just so many great songs out there what is and dirk spantley is here with us his new song will be premiering today at 11 a.m 11 01 i just heard yeah that. yeah and so be sure to to hang out for gone i'll play a clip of it again before we go but what's the the urban legend about you sneaking into the grand Ole opry is that true yeah so i used to work at tnn which is CMT for the younger kids out there. Um, and it was right across the street from the Opry House. And every Friday before you left work, you could sign this piece of paper and get a backstage pass. So I would stay around for work, go to the Opry, and then go downtown. It was all part of just learning how Nashville works. I'd heard these great Opry performers like Grandpa Jones and Porter Wagner. And, and then I'd go down the lower Broadway and listen to BR549 or whatever great band was playing down there, just kind of learning. And, uh, and I'd come back for Saturday and do it again. And Pete Fisher, who used to work out there, Sent a, uh, I don't know if we had email back then. He probably sent a, a telegram uh, saying, hey, we love Dirks. Great guy. But he, he can't come to Opry backstage every night. Like we, and so when I got my uh, 15 years ago, I got uh, inducted to be a member of the Hall of uh, the, excuse me, uh, the Grand Ole Opry. And uh, I feel like that was like the ultimate backstage pass because now I can go whenever I want, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, I'll end with this. I saw you posted a video of you skateboarding. Yeah. Are you not worried you're going to rip something? I, I don't have the courage to do that stuff. I, I broke my hand last year doing it, and my daughter broke her arm this year doing it, and uh, my wife got into it. She hyperextended her elbow. I wear, like, basically a bubble wrap. Right? I have the wrist guards, the elbow pads, the knee pads. Um, it's funny. I posted a video of me dropping in on a pool. Uh, my kids skateboard a lot, so I got tired of watching them. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I used to skateboard as a kid. I'll, I'll try it. But on this video, you know, I'm almost six feet tall. And uh, the, the drop's about five feet, so it looks like, it's 11 feet, it looks like a really long ways, right? But when I go back watching the video, it just looks like I'm a, like a really tall person, like, dropping in <laughs> on a kiddie pool. It's like, it doesn't look that impressive at all, but when you're actually standing over the, the deal, it's pretty, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty intimidating, but uh, I'm just trying to keep up with my kids. Got a new song coming out today. Here's yeah. A, here's a clip of Gone from Dirk Bentley. I've been gone. Is this a new producer? Like yeah. Because it, sonically, it sounds a little Thanks, different. Thanks, man. I'm glad. Are you reading that or are you just picking no, up on I, it? it's not Oh, on man, that's, that's good ears. I, uh, I, I think every album, I'm just trying to make it feel like the first time, right? Anything you do, you just want it to feel, you know, it's got to feel like new or else it just gets old. So i uh, just looking for them to be inspired. I started writing some songs. Actually, I was writing with Hardy and David Garcia. 
uh, just having so much fun right with them. Just it was such you know and just enjoyed it. Really got to know David well. So just I'm always trying to mix. I'm always trying to make it feel new. But in the, the there's this main theme going through all my music, which is trying to mix the bluegrass with uh, the kick ass. I'd say you know trying to mix the dobro and the banjo with big guitars and big drums. And I'm just always trying to find a way to do that better. So I love what David does. Uh, he produced uh, and wrote uh, "Meant to Be" for Florida Georgia Line and. I just like he has that sensibility, like like Ross Copperman does, you know. And um, but so taking that with what I know, which is the you know, the dobro and the banjo and the fiddle, and trying to incorporate those two sounds. So it sounds new to me. I'm, I, the fact that you picked up on that is like means the world to me because I'm trying to you know tweak it a little bit. I don't want to do the same thing every time. So and the fact that you thought it was just a written question insults me a little no, bit because I, I heard I, it. No one's going to pick up on that. I mean, that's amazing. You heard that, so thank you. These ears. Yeah, I know they're made for listening. Just like these boots are made for uh, yeah, that analogy. All right. It's too early for jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Derek Spentley's here. Don't forget our iHeart Country Festival tomorrow. He's going to be performing. You'll be able to watch that on Live by Live. And you're doing this song. I am. I'm doing Gone. The song Can't of, uh... wait to see it for the first time. <laughs> can't wait to hear it for the first time and see it for the first time. Very exciting uh, for me, too. Yeah. I can't wait to hang out and listen to the radio for an hour after the show uh, to finally get to hear the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, because you don't cheat. You, don't, you, you listen just like your listeners. You wait for the actual... I don't cheat. Yeah. That's true. All right, there he is, Dirk Smith. Let's clap for our friend. Yeah. New song coming out later today. We made right. it, folks. We made it. Tomorrow night, our iHeart Country Festival presented by Capital One. It's Dirks and Lady A, Sam Hunt, Kane Brown, Dustin Lynch, John Party, Kelsey Ballerini, Riley Green. I'm hosting it tomorrow, 7 p.m. Central, livebylive.com. It's livexlive.com. Be sure to check it out. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So do you know what prosopagnosia is? No. It sounds like a disease, like a ringworm, if I'm guessing. Well, no. Close. It is something that people suffer from, and it's face blindness. Now I know oh, you, people who can't see. Yeah, they can't recognize people's faces a second time after they've seen them. So you can't see certain colors, mm-hmm. but that's imagine, called coloroso blindness.o Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, she cannot recognize faces. She even has a son, and when she picks him up from school, that's he has wild. to yell, "Mom, mom, it's me!" And she can see certain colors. So he has a bright orange backpack, and that's how she sort of tells him apart. But that's how every day she has to start over. Well, no, anytime. It's not like it starts over like a day. She just never recognizes people. And guess what? She now does not recognize her own face. This is wild. So she looks in the mirror and doesn't recognize herself. Yeah, I wonder what it is that allows us to recognize faces. And, and, and it's strange because it's so natural to us to think that someone can't do it. Yeah, I mean, neurologists have been studying this and trying to figure it out. And that's yeah. a that's a that's sad. That's a sad story. I wish she had a superhero, oh, like a yeah. superhero talent, like she could though hear in people's voices that they yeah. had cancer or something. Yeah. Like she should at least be given that. Not like something. Another sense. Yeah, yeah, something. All right, what else? So this is positive story. Lowe's will deliver your Christmas tree for free this year. That's an amazing perk. Beginning October 30th, customers can order fresh cut trees and wreaths online or in store, and then they'll deliver within two to five days. And delivery is free as long as the order is $45 or more, but Christmas trees are, so you're good to go. And that's a huge thing, especially if you just want to like get the Christmas thing going so you can start October 30th. Nice. Okay, what else? Uh, Morgan Wallen's kid is a doppelganger. Is <laughs> is that his real hair, that baby's hair, or is that a wig? No, it's a wig. It has okay. to be. So Morgan's ex-fiance, Katie Smith, who's also his 
kid, Indy's mother, uh, dressed him up as Morgan for Halloween. That's going to be the costume. And it really does look like Morgan Wallen wearing a little flannel, got a little mullet thing hanging out the back and a hat. (laughs) That's a cute kid. She has a blog. So cute. Where she kind of keeps her life story going. Really? And she's like, Morgan Wallen, give me child support. Morgan Wallen. Saying gave me or give me. Needs more. Like one of the whole posts was like, (laughs) I need more. It's called thought thoughts. And thought means that over there. Oh. (laughs) Wait, what? I'm sorry. Thought means. Garden tool. That. Yeah, garden tool. Yeah, You know when you hoe your yard? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That garden tool over there. Oh. (laughs) What? Okay. She said, we can't, we get enough child support to pay rent. That's it. So in order for this mama to give the Indy the life he deserves, mama is the one that has to work and pay the other bills. His childcare, food, and all the other things that come to be with the parent. Yeah, I signed up for this, obviously, but I'm not allowed to say that I do relate to a lot of single mamas. She just writes. If you've ever wondered about thought th- thoughts, <laughs> can't even say it. I mean, well, she must not be totally mad if she's dressing yeah, the kid all. up to be like him. Or is she just getting a lot of followers so she can do stuff on Instagram? You pay the bills to Instagram. That could be true. Anyway, it's a cute kid, cute story. So cute. Right. Okay, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So it might be fall, but it's still really hot in South Florida. And there was this 80-year-old veteran that was still trying to take care of his yard, but he got heat exhaustion and passed out. So his wife had a call and a local fire department showed up. Once they got him all recovered, they weren't like, okay, our job's done here. You're doing better. They went ahead and finished all of his yard work for him. I love those stories. Yeah. They don't have to do that. So They don't. And you hear about these occasionally, and I never get bored of them. That's, that's, I love these stories. <laughs> yeah, so I want to shout out the fire department. It was Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue Station 47 who responded to the call. That's great. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox will be in later this morning, probably top of next hour, and he's going to bring in all that audio from his, his ghost trip. He says there are some hidden treasures good. inside of this, so we're going to get to hear that finally. Um, Morgan will be stepping in for Lunchbox today as we play... The investigative corny game. All right, ready, Amy? Ready. All right, here we go. The morning corny. Why did the ghost go to the bar? Okay, we have 90 seconds. Why did the ghost go to the bar? Go. Okay, I think I got some. Boo? No. Spirits. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right? Because I see those stores that say wine and spirits. Mm. I really don't know what spirits mean. Me either. I thought you would know, though. Because I do see spirits. It's got to be that, right? Right, it's got to be spirits. They had the best spirits? Yes. Uh, he was thirsting for spirits. It's spirit-based. Let's try to figure out what spirit... Okay. They, they had his favorite spirits. Okay, I will just say, what you're saying could work, but it's not what I have. But it oh. could work. Okay, so oh, we gotta switch it up. Okay. It's not, okay. so switch it up. It could be, so okay. other people could use that as the answer. Okay. <laughs> but it's not maybe, the one you have. Maybe it's like a spirit, like a specific spirit. Like a mule, but a okay. ghostly mule. Like something based on one of the names. Casper. The friendly... Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I feel like y'all got it either way because what you said works, but. What else could there Boo, scared. Oh, boo, booze. Boo. Yeah, that's great, Bones. Booze. Booze. I just said boo. You got booze. They had amazing booze. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> got it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that better be it because it made me laugh. That's what we're going to do. Okay, here we go. Let's see. 
The Morning Corny. Why did the ghost go to the bar? Why did the ghost go to the bar? For the booze. Booze. Okay, good. <laughs> nice. We got it. Yeah. Eddie hit us with it. Good job. All right, Morgan, number two. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Can't lose. Okay, it's about that time. It's Bobby Bones, world-class advice giver. Thank you. Here we go. This is from Abby in California. Morning, studio. So I have a question. I've been shopping on this online boutique. When I first signed up, they gave me a discount code for 30% off. And the next time I went to buy something again, I used the 30% off again. And it almost seems like it's a glitch in the system where every time I buy something, it keeps giving me 30% off. And I just wanted your advice on whether or not that was wrong for me to keep using this discount code or if you think that since it's still there, it's still good to use. I would say use it one more time and see if it still works. Buy you something else. Click it one more time. See if it works. And if it goes through again, then you call and go, hey, is this even normal? Should I be getting 30% off every time and let them know? Because they may be getting, you know, popped by a lot of folks at the same time. But I'd use it one more time just to make sure. Yeah. I'm serious. I would. I would just, be like, let me yeah, just, for research. Yeah, just let me see. Serious That way advice. you can tell them. It's still, it's still working. broken. Yeah. Because you don't want to call them back and be like, well, a week ago it's broken if it's not broken anymore. Mm-hmm. Buy you something else. Buy you something nice. And then. <laughs> something real nice. If it is still working, call and plug the dam and go, hey, this is a glitch. The end. That would be my advice. This is Bria who left us a message. I was just wondering if you had any advice on like getting rid of negative thoughts, like anything that any of you do to kind of expel those. And yeah, I just kind of feel down in the dumps a little bit. And I was just wondering if you had any advice on that. Thank you so much. I have so much advice on this because we all go through these situations. Some, some are longer than others. You got to surround yourself with people or material that are very positive if you're not. Just in general, you are what your environment is. So if you're with a bunch of people that put you in a good place, you tend to be in a better place emotionally, spiritually, physically. It's like people who have a bunch of friends that are fit. They're pretty fit because the friends are doing it all the time. People that are in positive mindsets usually hang out with other people that are the same way. So what I would encourage you to do is to spend a little more time with those friends that do that for you and a little less with the ones that don't. You have to identify the drama. Sometimes the hardest part is to identify the drama. Identify the person that's making you not feel good. Unfollow things on Instagram that you look at and go, oh, that doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't mean mean, but anything that you feel, this is not putting me in a good place. I don't feel like I can meet that unfair standard. Stop following it. Facebook, Instagram, stop following it. So I'm going to encourage you to just surround yourself with more positive things and you will start to slowly feel more positive. If that's a book, if that's a website, a blog, you should do that too. But just sprinkle it in because any great change fails quickly. That's my advice for you there. I think it's something we've all struggled with, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gots to put good things around you if you want good things to happen. And be that good thing for somebody else too. Because it all comes back around. There you go. Thank you very much. It's Bobby Bones, world-class advice giver. Yeah. That's you. That's me. You guys can call. What do you need? Hit me up. 877-77-BOBBY. And I say that, that I think these questions here are, are questions that a lot of listeners are going through. They're not extremely specific. 
So hit me up. I'm sure someone will relate to your situation. This guy goes into a Walmart. You know how they have the checkout lines and you go and you self-check out and you swipe the things. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. And you hear the beep every time something goes across. And there's always the person that's watching all of them. So now one person can do the job of, you know, 10. Because they're just sitting back there watching all the checkout lines to make sure they're good. This guy goes through and he's beeping things through. Beep, 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 beep. Nothing to see here. Except he had a Kool-Aid packet in his hand. And he had on the the, 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 um, the bar code, code on mm-hmm. the back. And he kept swiping that Kool-Aid code while he's putting other things through. Okay. Because the Kool-Aid packet's like 89 cents. And so, beep. <laughs> Wait. TV. Beep. Okay. So in his hand, hidden, he had there was a barcode, and he kept swiping that barcode while acting like he was swiping the more expensive barcodes. So Ow. the person working, watching, is going, oh, of course, he's, look at all the beeps. Yeah, he he's was, swiping it. It's beeping. He was bagging the expensive stuff, gotcha, but gotcha, only gotcha. scanning the Kool-Aid. Okay. A Florida man accused of using a Kool-Aid packet to <laughs> ring up nearly $1,000 worth what? of merchandise at a Florida Walmart has been arrested. Bradley D. Young, 37, who's also a felon out of Ohio, faces grand theft and shoplifting charges. Police were called to the store around 5.45 p.m. The loss prevention officer watched him scan merchandise with a Kool-Aid packet concealed in his hand, so the items rang up at 24 cents each. <laughs> 24 cents. That's <laughs> hilarious. The thing is, this is such a, it's an intelligently thought out idea. He was thinking outside the box. I would never thought of that. Right. That, he probably got away with it before. Yeah, but you got to remember those self-checkouts, man, they got cameras like right on them. All yes, of them do. Yes, and people can see screens of what you're doing. I'm talking I, to all the Kool-Aid people out there. I just Listen. don't think this guy, this is the first time this guy's done this. No, this is, probably not. Didn't you say he was already a, a felon? felon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, the last time when he got busted, he was scanning Country Time Lemonade. Whole, a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's crazy. That read that. I got a few money stories here. Nicholas Cage won nearly $20,000 playing roulette about what? 30 years ago. Here's the story. And he just went to an orphanage, handed over all the money, never gambled again. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's really cool. Nicholas Cage has blown so much money over the years. He bought like dinosaur skulls. You hear about the nutty yeah. stuff that he's blown. He sat down for an interview in Interview Magazine and said he hasn't gambled in 30 years. He lives in Las Vegas. And he says, I was in a casino. I felt like I had my mojo with me. My game was roulette. I went in with $200. I didn't miss a number. So much so that even the lady spinning the wheel said, nothing sweeter than a repeater. In 20 minutes, I turned $200 into $20,000. Wow. I went and found an orphanage in the Bahamas, and I gave it to all the kids and the headmistress. said, this is for you. Wow. That's cool. Walked away. Isn't that a pretty cool That's story? That's really awesome. Uh, speaking of money, the final part I'll give you on this, what successful rich people do on a daily basis. Okay. A work. financial planner spent five years studying work. Yeah, <laughs> spent studying the differences between rich people and poor people. Here is what rich people do: one, they have a time every day built into their schedule to get some form of exercise, because it's not just about the body. That's also a good spot for the mind. Okay. So at some point, the thing they all had in common was they scheduled a time for, for them to physically get in a little better shape. Two. They have multiple goals they're striving for. Daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. Not just one, but have multiple. Read newspapers and books almost daily. A positive attitude regardless of the situation. Go to counseling. 
build relationships constantly and work to evolve these relationships, especially in business. Have a mentor. All you have to do is do all that. You two will be rich. Wow. That's it. That's it. Is having a bunch of kids in there? Maybe make your bed. That's the opposite. Four kids. (laughs) I saw a funny TikTok where a guy was like, people and how how they think a 35-year-old with no kids wakes up. And it's him waking up at 1.30 p.m. And he's like, (laughs) and he goes, in reality, how a 35-year-old man with no kids wakes up. Same thing, same time. He goes, but he pulls the cover off and he's covered in money. (laughs) I love it. That's funny. (laughs) Amy's podcast, Four Things with Amy Brown. It's up. What's this week's episode? It's about an overall positive mental attitude, which is called PMA. And then when you need to say no and how to ask for help. And there's five different tools that you can use that'll walk you through that. Because for some people, that's really hard. Four things with Amy Brown. Man, PMA just sounds scary. (laughs) Very close to PMS. Usually, I hear PMA. Hey. Yeah. Someone's posing on Instagram as my assistant and saying, hey, Bobby, I'd like to reach out to you. And then it creates communication and they ask for stuff. That would never happen in real life. This is the new scam. Hmm. Because assistants or record label people, or they don't have blue check marks. So you can't go, only talk to blue check mark people. My assistant's never going to reach out to anybody randomly and be like, although she does sometimes. Because I'll be like, hey, I saw this page. That's the weird thing. Uh. These scammers think of everything. I know. If they assistant, a- the assistant to the assistant. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are good. The police in Florida are looking for some people who've been scamming senior citizens by telling them they miss jury duty and need to pay thousands of dollars, or they'll be arrested. Oh no! And you know they fall for that. Here's a clip from WESH News in da- uh, Daytona Beach, Florida, who interviewed a woman that did not want to be identified. This 72-year-old woman asked us not to identify her, embarrassed that she lost $3,200 when a male caller posing as law enforcement told her if she didn't bring the money to this bail bonds business in Daytona Beach, she would be arrested for missing jury duty. I said, oh my God, I didn't think they did stuff like that for missing jury duty. And he says, yes, ma'am. And he says, the law is the law. Oh, that's man. so Does sad. she not have anybody she could call? I mean, now she figured out how to call the news, but <laughs> why not before? She said, almost immediately after I handed her the envelope, because it was a her that she oh. met with, I realized it was a mistake. I just feel like all scammers are dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Because we're scummy. Not true, because this lady got scammed. So she at least she's out telling her story, so maybe other people will hear it. There was a drunk school bus driver in New York who was driving, had six kids on the bus no. still, and decided that she was going to make a quick McDonald's run. Mm. Everything is wrong about this story. Yes. A Gates Chili Central School District bus driver is facing multiple criminal charges after she was found to be driving with blood alcohol content higher than the legal limit with students on board. And then she stopped at McDonald's. I, said, I get McDonald's. I love McDonald's. But not drunk or driving a bus. Uh Uh-uh. With kids in the bus. Anybody's kids ride bus nowadays? Mm Mm-mm. I rode the bus, but my kids don't. Is the bus as prevalent now? It goes in my neighborhood. You know, I've seen it at times. I rode the bus. Yeah, I got the crap beat out of me on the bus. You did? Oh, yeah. I got beat up. I wore an eye patch. Yeah, so they beat you up on the bus? Yeah, and they threw my eye patch out the window. And after a few times of doing that, I was like, I'm not fixing my eye. I'm just going to be blind. And I still am in my right eye. Would they ever stop the bus and, like, break up the fight? Bus driver did not give a crap. And it wasn't like there were three people (laughs) over the top of me with fists pounding. 
you know, it would be like slugs in the shoulders mm-hmm. or, hey, pirate boy, or and like sl- pushing my head up against the window and holding it there. Not like a big scene. Yeah. And you could pretty much hide that from the bus driver who is trying to focus on the road and save everybody else's life. Unless yeah. you're trying to go to McDonald's. Yeah, then you probably, okay. <laughs> Anybody want anything? <laughs> but yeah, the bus is, was difficult for me. Sorry, man. And then I lived close enough to school where I was like, I'm not doing this. I walked to school. I rode the bike to school. And that was just how, until I could afford a car, which I bought that old Subaru after yeah. working all summer. Then I finally drove to school. But it was, the school bus was tough for me, man. Uh, finally, the Dallas Cowboys have the whiniest fans in the NFL. What? Which, <laughs> what do you mean? What well, is if that? they'd win more. Yeah, we wouldn't whine at all. The what, Dallas what? Cowboys, their top annoying habit is using victim mentality. Your top three teams are Dallas at number one, most whiny. Okay. The Patriots at number two. Sure. And the Buffalo Bills at number three. Interesting. We just care so much about our teams. I think that's what it is. No, you're just mad you inherited such mm. a. That's what I think. I get it. Yeah. Because Chicago Cubs never won for, and I've been a lifelong Cubs fan. But you know, being an Arkansas Razorback fan is not easy. Travis Denning, who's a Georgia Bulldogs fan, is a country artist. He posted after Georgia lost to Alabama. He's like, man. It's tough being a Georgia fan. And I was like, hey, buddy, yeah, look over here. Win. Sign the whole state of Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> right. But we're loyal. We stay. I stay. I know. It's tough right now because I'm trying to teach my kids about loyalty in sports and picking your team and all. And I'm just a bad example right now because I'm just like, oh, why are we even watching the rest of this game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. You're like, it's, it's over. Right? I do that too, but I. <laughs> Caitlin's like, why are you saying it's over after the first drive when they kick because the field goal? Because it is. Because it's over. <laughs> that happened to me. I've just seen this happen a thousand times. I may take Eddie to an Arkansas game in a couple weeks. Yes. The Arkansas-Tennessee game in Arkansas. And is it weird if Eddie wears Arkansas stuff? What do you mean? Why? Because he's not an Arkansas fan. But he's not a – he's a Cowboys fan, not a college. I don't don't have a college team. That's right. Okay. And I already have Arkansas gear, dude, from the last game I went to. Think you're going to get to go? Did you ask yet? I I haven't haven't asked yet. Never mind. Discontinue this segment. Thank you. (laughs) It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There were some construction workers working on the road in Atlanta when they look up and there's a car driving the wrong direction and boom, it crashes into a woman's car. 16-year-old driver jumps out and tries to run. The construction workers are like, no, you can't get away. It was a stolen car, it turns out. And they chase him down and one guy wow. knew jiu-jitsu. Oh. And wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and held him down until police arrived. All right. Did jiu-jitsu do wah, wah, wahs? Yeah, he wah, wah, wah the guy. Is jiu-jitsu like a kicking, punching one, or is well, it like a lock them up and hold them down? No, nah, I think it's kicking, punching, because they say that in UFC, like jiu-jitsu background. He had a so ju- sure. training in jiu-jitsu martial arts, and it was able to hold him down until police arrived. So he said, wah, wah, wah. That's legit. <laughs> yeah, he got him. Wah, wah, wah. And they were just awesome. working, and they, they could have let the 16-year-old run away, but he said, no, okay. I don't my watch. I'm right. Uh, Brazilian oh, jiu-jitsu great. is a martial art based on grappling and ground fighting, focused on controlling one's opponents through techniques that force him to submit. Okay. I didn't think it was wop, 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 but I wasn't going to say that no, no, for but, sure. But he had to wop, wop, to, to get him down. He held him down. Yeah, yeah. No, he man, wop, that's wop, one, that's then, the takedown, not the wop, wop, wop part. Bobby's right. No, no. no, it's still a great. I love the effort. I love the effort in this story. Okay, that's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone right now is Brenda in Alabama. Brenda, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. Um, I was listening to yesterday's podcast, and it seemed like the, um, well, first of all, morning studio. Morning. 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 Thanks. Um, it seems like some of y'all didn't believe Lunchbox. Um, 
I believe that there are spirits in certain places. So even though nothing um, spectacular happened to lunch, but that door closing and then he left, I, I think that there are things that could happen. I was in a bed and breakfast in Louisiana years ago, and um, I had an experience, and it still haunts me today. And that was probably, that was back in like 2006. Okay, what was so, the experience? Um, it was like a 10-room bed and breakfast at an old antebellum home uh, three miles from the Myrtle house. And I uh, was with work friends, and we all had our own room. And I heard a blood-curdling scream when I was taking a shower. So I slept with the lights on and the TV on. And the next morning, my coworkers said, who went back to your room? What was going on? I heard you screaming. We knocked on your screen door to find out what was going on. And I was like, what did you hear? And they said, we heard you screaming like a blood-curdling scream. I did not tell anybody this. I mean, to this day, it just creeps me out. Okay, fair enough. Wait, okay, so you heard a scream? But then so did they. And they thought it was her screaming and she did not scream. It was probably a scream. Yeah, There was someone in the middle of both rooms. Did anybody else in the bed and breakfast scream? I don't know. So what it was, was it was a 10-room bed and breakfast. It was like the um, the lodging was on the backside of the old antebellum home. And, and it was like in an L shape. So everybody had our own rooms. And there was 10 rooms and there was nine of us. Okay, well. So we took up nine of the 10 rooms. Had you been drinking a little bit before then? <laughs> I'm, just, listen, no, I'm, I'm just playing. No. I Wait, believe everyone's entitled to their own experiences. By the way, Lunchbox is back. He used to get to sleep in today, although he sounds exhausted. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm tired. Well, Ooh. I watched his Facebook Live, and I stayed up. Like, I would get up in the middle of the night and check Instagram to see if he was posting anything else. Like, I was hooked. He's going to play the audio that he took from the murder house coming up in probably the next segment. But that's great timing when you called in because Lunchbox just walked in the room a few minutes ago. Awesome. Okay, well. Well, I'm glad he's back. Me too. He, he's a totally different person, though. Yeah, he doesn't look the okay. same. No, really. You may not notice it, but you're totally different now. Why? I have a glow? You're just a lot softer. Um, you walked in and were yeah. giving everybody compliments. Yeah. You scratched me on my head. What? You, I did not do it. You like my and shirt. That, you don't remember doing that? You never say that. What are you talking weird. about? Oh, my gosh. You guys are so weird. Is it like the, the, the did a thing attached to him is doing things that he doesn't know? He doesn't know. even know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. That's nice, though. I do like that because you were just getting me on the back of my neck. No. I... <laughs> We'll check out his audio in a minute. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Someone's pet monkey has been terrorizing a neighborhood in Tennessee. (laughs) Deputies responded to an unusual call last week regarding a problem that's become too familiar to residents of one small town Tennessee neighborhood, and that is monkey attacks. According to Hawkins County Sheriff's Office report, deputies arrived at the Churchill neighborhood and spoke with a woman who said her neighbor's pet monkey had jumped on her and tried to bite her in the driveway. (laughs) The monkey jumped onto her car during the attack, and the deputy noted handprints that seemed consistent with a monkey on the car. Speaking to other residents, they all learned it wasn't the first time this monkey had done something like this. (laughs) A neighbor across the street said she was recently forced to fend the monkey off with a stick. (laughs) The monkey 
snatched the weapon from her, leapt onto her car, and bolted back into the owner's house. Are they not watching this monkey? <laughs> the number one rule of having a monkey is always watch the monkey. <sighs> Residents told police this has been an ongoing issue for quite some time. I, if I had a monkey, that monkey would be number one priority. <laughs> If the monkey gets out and, and does anything wrong, the monkey gets taken away forever. Yeah. Remember the monkey that tore the woman's face off years ago? Mm-mm. The what woman happened? had one, a monkey. We talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. The monkey went next door, attacked the woman, basically ripped her whole face oh, off. Man. Yeah, like oh, yeah. tragic. Crazy story. And then that woman ended up going on Oprah, and it, it was a whole weird situation. So there's that story. The cops had to come because of a monkey. Hey, speaking of the cops... I still have my speeding ticket here. I'll leave it on my desk. I got it yesterday. <laughs> if you missed the show, I haven't had a speeding ticket in 20 years. Didn't even know I was speeding when I got pulled over. And this morning, my eyeballs were open. There is a brief stretch where it turns 75 to 55 on the interstate. Mm-hmm. Have never seen it before in my life. So I got a ticket yesterday. I was literally confused. Most of the time, you go like, I didn't even know I was speeding. And I didn't tell the cop I didn't know I was speeding. But the whole time I was like, how did I just get a ticket? I don't speed. And so he comes up and he's like, here's a ticket. You're on body cam. He did say that to me. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. So I was hoping to make one of those viral body cams. <laughs> you don't want to be on those. I know. <laughs> You'd have to do something to get attention. Well, so, but I did everything right. I, I wanted to be on there for being the perfect citizen. Oh, I had my hands okay. where we could see them. I asked Not, to pull the license. That, nev- that never goes yeah, viral. Oh, it doesn't? You have to, you have no, to go not- crazy. <laughs> oh. Well, so you have to start threatening him and stuff. That wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I respect our cops too much. And so this morning, I go, well, I'm about to drive through a 55. Let me get ready. I, help, oh, I tap on the brake a little bit. I'm going 55 and I'm holding up traffic. <laughs> Cars are boom, boom, every way. I'm the guy that you're going, move out of the way, you idiot. Because I was going 58. And even then, I was like, I'm three over. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm in the far right lane and people are still on my butt. I was a danger to the road today. We need uh, we need to get that boost that limit up. It sounds like but you want to go to court. Why does it drop right there? I don't know. Maybe because they can get people tickets. I don't even know it was. But here it is. If you're look, watching me on camera right now on our Facebook page because we roll live, there's a ticket. Do we know how much it's going to cost me? It's 75 and a 55. It's probably oh, on the back of that ticket. No, nothing on the back of the ticket. Oh. It must mean it's not a real ticket. <laughs> yeah, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it away. Can you imagine? I've led my whole life being disciplined, respecting the law, and that's how I go to jail. <laughs> Throwing away your ticket. Uh, call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Let's, I got another story. Bobby's other story. Well... The same kind of way that story with the monkey makes you go WTF, this one does too. Two men were arrested in Arkansas after they cut off a man's junk. Oh. oh. And the oh. guy was, quote, a willing participant. What? Mm-hmm. So it happened in Oklahoma, so let's not jump on Arkansas too much. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify. Two men in LaFleur County, Oklahoma, were arrested on numerous charges, including desecration of a human member and outraging public decency with gross injury. That's crazy. That has to be a law. Yeah, like it's got to have happened yeah. a few times before. Like they had to discuss this and make it a law. Bobby Lee Allen and Thomas Evans Gates, both from Worcester, Oklahoma, were arrested for all of that stuff. They cut a man's, well, what they put here. Um, I'll give it my own terms. They popped the ding dong. Goodbye. Perfect. Yeah. 
What's the game? Like, what were they doing? Whatever it is, I'm not. That's not a USopoly <laughs> game. We talk about telestrations. We do. They have a new horror game. They Upside don't have this drawn. game. Yeah. Upside drawn. <laughs> they don't do remove the member. Okay. Sounds like a terrible oh, game. Oh man. Then, that's <laughs> not at Target, Barnes and Noble, or wherever you buy your games. Pin the ding dong. Yeah. Um, so they said that the guy was dropped off at the hospital and had to have a crude surgical procedure done. Crude. Um, yeah, because another. But who even agrees to this unless you're on drugs? But they did find that there was evidence of criminal activity and drugs. Okay. Like, I would imagine you have to be on something nuts to go, eh, I'm bored. Have at it. Yeah. What you got? What you got there? Buck knife? <laughs> <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> Give it a rip, Jimmy. Oh All right. There you go. Hit that. Bobby's Big Story. Tomorrow morning, Luke Combs in studio. He will be performing. He's putting out the deluxe version of his record. So be sure to listen tomorrow morning to The Bobby Bones Show. Uh, Monday, Sarah Beth Tate comes in. Listen, I hadn't heard of her as an artist either, but I did see her on TikTok. And I was like, guys, oh, this girl's good. And then one of her messages was, I've never been on the radio. And I said, well, you're good. And I have a radio show, so come on up and play. So... See if she's any good on Monday. I'm pretty excited about this. So pretty cool. And then Monica, we just booked Monica from Cheer, awesome. who's on Dancing with the Stars. She'll yeah. be on Monday too. All right, that's it. Come back in a second. We'll hear the audio. Lunchbox has brought back with us from the Ghost, the Murder House in Iowa. Don't forget on Friday night, tomorrow night, our iHeart Country Festival presented by Capital One. Sam Hunt, Lady A, Dirk Bentley, John Party, Kelsey Ballerini. I'm hosting it. Check it out at 7 p.m. Central. Do the math. Livebylive.com. Livexlive.com. Uh, Lunchbox is back in the studio. How long was the trip there compared to how long did it feel driving back? Oh, it felt so much longer driving back. Let me tell you, with a night of, you know, barely any sleep in a haunted house with ghosts, you know, lurking around. Oh, the drive back was miserable. You seem exhausted. It was bad. Did you and your cousin switch off driving? Yeah. Did the other one sleep while the person drove? Uh, I slept for like an hour and he didn't sleep at all. Like he was just like, I can't sleep in the car. So yeah. even though when he wasn't driving, he was just, cause he drank like three energy drinks, <laughs> uh, those NOS energy drinks. And so he's like, I can't sleep. You get home and there was a little drama at the house. Yeah. I get home and I sit down and I'm home for like 10 minutes and my wife was on the phone and she gets off the phone. And she goes, Hey, can you go pick up baby box from daycare? And I'm like, are you serious? I just got off the road for like 12 hours I was driving. I've driven 24 hours in the past 36 hours, and you want me to get back on the road? She goes, I, I got to make dinner. I mean, A, you couldn't have dinner made and then go get them? I, I couldn't believe it. I, it was a little bit of a fight at our house because I was already exhausted, and she wanted me to get back in the car and go get Baby Box. <laughs> Did you get back in the car and Come go on. get Baby Box? Come on. No. What? You didn't. No. Like who got it? Got she got stayed, He stayed there. <laughs> she got him? She got him. Did she make dinner and get baby box? No, then she picked up dinner. She wimped out on that part. Okay. Are you guys good now? We're good now. But I was just like, I can't believe you're asking me to get back in the car. She goes, well, I, I mean, I was being a mom while you were gone. You, that doesn't mean That's you can't, you, you don't have to be a dad when yeah, you get back. That's exactly right. Although he spent, all, he's exa- exhausted so providing... She- for both of them. Yeah. She's exhausted no, no, no. from No, his money's his kid. money, remember. Her money's her money. He makes money for him, not That's her. That's true. Dang, I was on your side till yeah. I forget you keep your own money and she keeps her own money and you guys fight about that. We don't fight. There's no fight about the money. That's the great thing about having your own money. You don't have to fight about it. 
If you keep it separate, there is no fight. When you put it together and she spins it and you're like, wait a minute, why did you spend my money? That's where the fight happens. So then you're not tech, you're not like the breadwinner like you like to oh, be. Oh, no, no, I am. No, you're not. Oh, she makes her that, own money. And yeah, but I, I, play a bigger, I pay a bigger percentage because she knows I make more than her. Okay. That's, if That's, he pays a bigger percentage. Yep. I'm not on his side. I'm just... I have to lean into one side of the argument. Uh, and I would say if he pays more of it that he would be considered, if someone is considered the breadwinner. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a breadwinner considered in my house or my relationship. Oh, there is. <laughs> Everybody knows who the breadwinner I mean, that's what people look at. When they see when they meet a couple, they're like, oh, I wonder who the breadwinner even. That's yeah, a no weird term. Okay. The person that brings home the bacon, whatever you want to call it. The bacon? Why is it always a food uh, analogy? <laughs> The person who saves the pimento cheese, you know. <laughs> Everybody knows. Like, every- Where do these sayings come from? But I- he's saying that every time you meet a couple, you think like, all right, out of the two, which one's the breadwinner? Have you ever thought that? No, I think there's a pants wear and Caitlin's the pants wear in our relationship oh, That's now. different. Yes. It has nothing to do with money. Yeah. yeah. She makes the rules. And I abide by them. <laughs> yeah. I try to. Uh, oh, so, but everything's good now? Everything's good. We're good. We, we slept kissed, in the same bed. We slept in the same bed, you know, kissed and made up. That's about it. Uh, Here's some recordings that Lunchbox brought to us from the murder house. Some of these tasks we assigned him to do when he gets to this place he swears is haunted. We said, first, introduce yourself to the spirits and let them know that you mean no harm. Okay, we got this. Positive, positive. Mm. Okay. Hello, spirits. My name is Lunchbox. And Andrew. And uh, we uh, mean no harm. We are just coming tonight to be with you and spend the night in your house. And we want to respect you. And we hope you respect us. And remember that with COVID, we need six feet (laughs) apart. And uh, we are going to hopefully, with your permission, we would like permission to take pictures. I'm nervous, guys. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And that creaking door was when that's the front door when you, you walk in. You know they purposely make that door creak. They can't get some WD 40 on yeah, that. Yeah, come, oh, come on. People are spending money to stay there. You can't get a little tss. Woo! Just spray it on a hinge. It's easy. Okay. Lunchbox tells a ghost joke to see if any ghost or anyone would laugh. Here you go. Why do ghosts hate the rain? It dampens their spirits. No, no laughter. No laughter. (laughs) Tough crowd. (laughs) Another question that we pose to Lunchbox is, would you sing the Ghostbusters song but pause when they're supposed to say Ghostbusters back? For example, Eddie, you be the ghost. Yes. And there's something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Right, that's the callback. We wanted to see if they would do the callback. When there's something strange... In your neighborhood, who are you going to call? That's when you guys say Ghostbusters. We're going to try it one more time. When there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? Nope, nothing. (laughs) When it came time to sleep, LB's cousin bails and says he's not spending the night at the house. Let me hear this. Wait, wait, you're going to leave me in here? Yeah. Where are you going to sleep? I'll sleep in the barn. Why didn't you tell me this before we got here? I thought 90% of my job was driving you here. <laughs> driving you here and getting you back, helping out with that. 
I didn't think it was because you needed me to sleep in Oh, you think I wanted to sleep by myself? Probably safer if I'm in next door in case <laughs> something happens, if we're both in Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how it works, huh? <laughs> Where did he end up sleeping? Oh, he slept in the house. You got him? Yeah. I mean, he tried to bail. He was trying to, like, set it up like, oh, no, no, no. If something goes down, it's better to be separated. How is that possible? No, we need two people to fight something off. At 3.30 a.m., something fell from a shelf, and it startled Lunchbox. Okay, it's like... 3.30 in the morning, um, I'm laying down on the floor. I'm going to try to close my eyes. I'm stressed out. It's been a long night. Oh, my gosh. I hope none of these guys, I hope I fall asleep. I am so freaking tired. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That something fell off one of the counters. What the was that? <laughs> come on. <laughs> Who are you trying How to do come on? You to swipe that off here. <laughs> See, this is why I don't believe it's haunted. Oh my God. That was obviously a plant. That was a plant swipe. I don't understand. You guys were not in that house. There was no, I'm in the middle of the living room floor. There is no counter around me. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, it's easy for you guys to act all tough. Oh, that's nothing. Go in that house in the pitch dark at 3.30 in the morning and have something fall. What uh -oh. fell? What, yeah, was, what that? was that? I don't know. It was sounded like it was right next to you. It was Andrew's so. wallet chain, his cousin. <laughs> yeah, oh, something like that. His, all right, and here we go. And the, the closer. Lunchbox found a mirror and said Candyman yes. three times. All right, here we go. For some reason, he covered the mirrors when he did his crime, so they cover him. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. <laughs> Anything? Not nothing happened then. Oh. Wouldn't oh. that have been the time for something to fall? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what's your takeaway now that you've had a day to be home? Man, it's just freaky. Like there's just something on, in that house. There's there's spirits, ghosts, whatever you want to call them. I don't know what people were telling me. There's orbs. I don't even know what an orb is, but. There's something in that house. I'm telling there it is a weird thing. Things happen, unexplained things happen, and I don't ever want to go back. But go ahead, guys. I mean, you guys are so tough. Eddie, you're next. Go ahead. I'm good. All right, Gabby Woo! Barrett, I hope. Bobby Bones show. But you have changed since you got back. Your eye color's different. Wow. Really? You're an inch taller. Everything's weird about lunchbox <laughs> now that you're back. Bones. Tomorrow morning, Luke Combs in studio performing hits. We love when Luke Combs comes by, so hopefully you'll listen to the show tomorrow when we do that. Uh, just so happy you guys are here. Real quick, if you want to leave a voicemail, even we're not on the air, 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-BOBBY. I was reading this list of the 10 most important inventions of all time. If I were to ask you guys, what is the most important invention of all time? What would you say? Automobile. Internet. Electricity. Great. All three of those are, are wonderful answers, and they all three made the top ten. Nice. Yes. Number one is electricity. Oh. What That's up? important. That's probably, probably smart. Listen, there are a lot of these, though, kind of interchangeable. There was only one that stuck out to me, and I said, there's no way that's a top ten. I'll get to it in a okay. second. Uh, you said electricity? Yeah. Automobile. Automobiles comes in at number eight. Cars. Oh. I think electricity outranks it because without electricity, you can't make a car. Without well, power. There's a lot of things yeah. that you can't do without electricity. Eddie, what'd you say? Internet. Internet comes in at number five. Good. Because of the way we can communicate through a long distance quickly. Yeah, oh. it's huge. And exchange information. Ah. Medical data. Yep. Etc. Phone. Chat. AOL. Here you go. Electricity one. The telephone at two. Vaccines at three. Oh, I didn't think about that. 
Interesting, huh? Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. The light bulb at four, the internet at five. TV at six. Computers at seven. Cars at eight. Now, airplanes is at ten. Wow, that's crazy. That's really low. Yeah. Airplanes are amazing. <laughs> Number nine is anesthesia. And I thought, huh. Huh. And then I thought, what did people do before anesthesia? They, well, they bit on the stick. Whiskey. So they got people drunk when mm-hmm. they cut into them. Okay. Before they invented anesthesia, they just got people wasted and said, okay, we're going in. Oh, how awful does that sound? That's terrible. Those are the top 10 inventions. I read that story. I thought it was pretty interesting. Eventually, I was talking to Caitlin about this, and when I get into my theories of what will probably happen in 20, 30, 40 years, (laughs) her eyes just glaze over. And we talk, I talk about plants and aliens. And mm-hmm. I was like, speaking of surgery, and she wants to know nothing. To, she's trying to watch some cooking show. And I'm like, I'm reading this story about anesthesia. I said, you know, in 50 years, we're going to look back and go, we can't believe people actually cut into folks because they're going to have the ability to go in and do work without cutting into skin. Yeah. And then she goes, well, how are you going to get a screw or something in there? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just telling you that huh? eventually. You, but they'll have to get. So they just. This is what she said. Go ahead. Well, what? Okay. Go ahead. Well, so now I'm trying to think. What do they swallow a magnet thing and then use a magnet on the outside to do? Great point. One of the things I said was swallow or, oh, or yeah. put up the butt. Or okay. they'll be able to like carterize inside the skin and make things from outside in. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to exactly work. Yeah, I don't know. Bo. But as we look, I know, oh. right? But I also said many years ago, movie theaters are, are going out. <laughs> you did. And you guys said I was nuts. <laughs> They're not out yet, though. Well, so. <laughs> I, I, I don't did, know. I'm just trying to think, but yeah. I don't know everything about it in the future. I just know that we're not going to be cutting in. <laughs> it's a good the theory. Same, the same way that we look back now and go, I can't believe people got drunk before they were cut into. We're yeah. going to go, we can't believe people were even cut into. We can't believe doctors recommended cigarettes. Yeah. We can't believe every generation something changes and there's a new we can't believe they did and there should be that means we're progressing yeah like didn't amy do it amy i think you did it on one of your piles or something where you talked about amazon buying real underwater. estate in the ocean yeah for storage houses that's crazy mm-hmm. i can't believe we didn't store everything underwater with all this land that's gonna be happening 50 years from now i can't believe the bob Bone Show was on every single radio station regardless of format <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna happen uh yeah is it really yeah oh, wow. yeah of course it is okay can't dream. Uh, let me say this about Amy. Eddie, since you bring her yep. up, big announcement for Amy today. Uh, the Amy Brown Podcast Network is launched today. Today, right? Uh, I think the press release today. Trailers are up, but launches officially tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So listen to these podcasts on Amy's Podcast Network. Outway with Amy and Lisa Hayam. Haim. Yep. Yeah. It's spelled Hayam. I know. Yeah. Uh, they break the stigma and expose the truth on disordered eating. It's a series you did inside your podcast now, but it's becoming its own show. Yeah, it'll be a weekly release. Now. You need therapy with Catherine DeFada. DeFada. Nice. A licensed therapist, Catherine DeFada, invites listeners into conversations, tough questions, and hard truths. It's called You Need Therapy. The Truthiest Life, which is in the age of social media filters and highlight reels. We work tirelessly to make sure no one sees our cracks. But what if we let our human show? And it's a show about that. Anyway, congratulations. Thank you. Big deal. Yeah, I'm excited for these girls. They're amazing. And they put a lot of hard work into it. And I think that they have a lot of really wise things to say. And I hope people will check them out. Yeah, so starting tomorrow, they'll all be up. 
yeah. all those shows. The trailers are up now if people just want to go see what they're going to be about. And then episodes will load uh, this week. Outway will load tomorrow or Saturday. But yeah. I want to mention one other thing. On my podcast tomorrow on the Bobbycast, because we all have little shows we do outside of the big show here. So it's called the Bobbycast. We are doing songs that have the same title and then we weigh them against each other. For example, Jump. You, this is the crisscross version. Or Jump by Van Halen. And then we debate which one was better. But there are so many of these. Fancy. Who do you think sings Fancy? What do you mean? Who who sings a song called Fancy? Reba. Right? Reba. I thought it was a trick question. No, no, no. <laughs> who else sings a song called Fancy? I don't know. So oh, yeah. Iggy Azalea. There's right. one too, Holy. This is FGL Holy. Holy, Holy, Holy. Or oh, uh, the new the, Justin Bieber song, which is like the greatest song right now. Running to the altar like a track star. Can we end on the second? There's a way you hold me, hold me, hold me. So check it out tomorrow on the podcast. Eddie and I did Song Wars. Do we have that whole Justin Bieber song from the start? Yep. It's such it's a so good, good song. Let's let's play some of that here. I guess I'm a new Bieber stan. Yeah, you are. Can't get enough. Yeah. We won't hit you with all of it, but it's, it's a good song. Check it out. I hear a lot about sinners. Don't think that I'll be a saint. But I might go down to the river. Cause the way that the sky opens up when we touch it, it's making me say that the way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me. There's a way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me Feel so holy I don't do well with the drama And no, I can't stand it being fake No, 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 no I don't believe in Nirvana But the way that we love in the night gave me life, baby I can't explain it The way you hold me, hold me, hold me There's a way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me. Feel so holy. You like that one, Eddie? Of course I like that. It's so good. Keep it going. Well, <laughs> I, I don't want to play the whole thing, but it's I so would. Good, dude. But yeah, it is a great song. Due to COVID delays, there is a real chance the Super Bowl could be played in March, which is a bit later. All good, though. You get it on, we're happy with it. Sure. We're happy the football's being played. Things get delayed occasionally. We're okay with that. So, who's going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> None of us. <laughs> no, I'm talking about what teams. Oh, oh. oh the... Uh, Amy, you make your pick right now. Okay, the uh, the Tampa Bay... Nice. Brady's. Oh, Close the Brady's. Enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tampa versus the... Not the Cowboys. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, there she What's has her pick. Tampa nice. versus not the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know another team... Oh, uh, Steelers. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, dirty burger. Okay. <laughs> you know, nice. and sports gambling will be legal here by then, so you can bet that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. There you go. Can't uh, wait. We're going to go. Write that down. All you betters out there, bet that. The Steelers <laughs> and the Bucks. Yeah. Hot take. Have at it. I, as uh, The Bucks win. Okay, good for you. Can you imagine if Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl the next season with the Bucs when he goes over there? With a new team, that'd be crazy. All right, that's what's up. Thank you, guys. What's going on today with you, Amy? I've got some podcast stuff, and then my in-laws are still here. And then Sashira has another soccer game tonight, but it's really far away. (laughs) We'll not be coming to that one. Yeah. (laughs) I only go to the home game. Yeah, so got to go do that, which should be awesome. What about you? I have a... I'm playing golf today, which... I'm trying to do once a week for my own personal sanity. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm being cur- encouraged to do it, nudged to do it by Caitlin. She's like, you just work all the time. So I'm going to go play golf. Eddie was going to come, but you have a CPR class today. Well, remember I told you I took a CPR class? Mm-hmm. Well, now's the test tonight. Oh. I'm a little worried about it because I failed the test that you gave me on air. Now I got to do it in front Let's of a, a person. a test? It's a, no, demonstration test with dummies. So, and if you don't, they take your foster kids back? <laughs> no, I hope not. Hopefully they like are, have a bunch of grace and let me just mess up a few times and then we'll be good. Remember, when you pump, pump to staying alive. Uh, 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 uh staying alive. And then everybody gets up and dances. Alive. It's fun. <laughs> okay, I'll remember that. That's it. Thank you. Tomorrow, Luke Combs is on performing. We'll see you guys then. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye, Bobby, boy.